you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination in godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And J-Mac. Jerry B and J-Mac are on tap. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain order that you have to say it in because it rhymes. <laughs> and I'm really particular about rhyming yeah, things. Yeah, you are. Sherry V and J Mac are on tap helping us navigate the show. And and let me, watch I'm gonna do something. I don't know that I've done this before, at least not like this. I'm opening the phone line straight away because I said yesterday. I said yesterday. Be, they ain't gonna be ready for that. So we might not get no callers. <laughs> well, that's fine. We're not gonna get no callers. That is <sighs> You like that? With your, you with your grammar. It's fine. <laughs> we love you anyway. Your children love you. We translate hey, for you. We understand. Y'all understand. It's totally fine. Um, <laughs> 888-589-8840. This is Gumbo Friday, which yes. means that everything within reason goes in the pot. Now, if it's not reasonable, yep. we say politely get that out of here. Like wieners. No, I'm just kidding. No wieners. <laughs> no, that can go. I, no, not in the gumbo. That's a meat. It is. Some all people beef. put it in there, but I, I'm yeah, like, nah. I think it's okay, fine. No all corn. beef, hot dogs, no corn, no corn no for corn. sure, not corn. Okay, no. no corn. No, there is there the only vegetables that are allowed. Well, I want to be careful because I've heard people refer to these vegetables. There are three vegetables, and so uh, wrongly they have referred to these vegetables in a, in, a, in a way that could, you know, I don't know, makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> but anyway, onions, bell pepper, and celery. And just a little bit of celery, not too much. Um, that can go in your gumbo. Mm-hmm. But you, you're you not putting corn in there. You're not. That depends on what type of gumbo you're making. If you're making like a an okra gumbo, then you can put okra in there, of course, because that's what it's called. And then, I don't know, <laughs> maybe if you want to put corn in that. No, you don't. Uh, you don't. You, no, you don't want to put corn in there. No. Anyways, so that's why I say within reason. What we like to do on Friday is to do just a tad bit of a lighter show, which means that we recap. But you really kind of determine the direction that we go in. Right. Um, if if it kind of takes off, like we had we had a bug show that I never would have imagined. Oh, man, that was, um, that was hilarious. And about 15 years of doing radio, I never would have imagined that we would have done a whole show on bugs. And I kept trying to move away from it, but... People just kept calling in wanting to talk about the bugs. And and it turns out, it turns out that um, it was enjoyed. Yeah. Like, you know, you would think that it would just kind of creep people out, but it, it didn't. People loved it and they had insight and wisdom and, and you know, they loved the bugs. And so anyways, it could turn into <laughs> another one of those shows. You could. will determine that. It could. Um, or, I, I doubt it, though, because we've been talking about some pretty, well, I guess we normally do talk about some pretty heavy stuff. This so is that true. bug show did catch us off guard. Totally. But man, lately, I, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's been, yeah. It's been, yeah, the shows have been heavy. And and let's just do a recap here, because if you've been listening all week and you thought, oh, man, if that girl would just open the phone lines up, I'm going to say something. This is your time. 888-589-8840. Mm-hmm. Um, on Monday, we were asking the question, what if cowards lead? 
What if cowards lead? And we were looking at affirming sin by some conservative leaders and how these people uh, become poor representation for us as Christians. We have to make sure we know how to draw the line. Uh, One of the articles I used sort of as a talking point there was uh, conservatives celebrating David Rubin and his Mm. partner and Mm. their um, surrogacy announcement. Yeah. And conservatives are just, you know, they were Applauding. lighting up. They were like, I mean, just, hey, congratulations. This is yeah. great. Like, it's like, whoa, dude, wait, what? You know, like, what's going on? Right. So anyway, we talked about that on Monday. Then on Tuesday, hashtag Disney walked away. We continue to look at what's going on with the Disney company and how, you know, good grief. These people know how to um, pledge their allegiance to the causes that they love. And they're willing to do whatever it takes to um, maintain, I guess, their virtuous virtuous mm. position but then we as christians we're just sort of like ah, i don't know if we really make a difference if we just do anything so then we don't and it's interesting to me and i was making this point when we talked about this on tuesday that it's interesting that we make the argument that it may not make a difference if we do anything so let's not mm-hmm. rather than it may not make a difference but let's do it anyway <laughs> like you know what i mean like i don't yeah. know there's a certain there's a certain amount of cowardice present mm-hmm. you got to admit it yeah. like when you say yeah. it may not change anything so let's not do it versus the other side Right. Those who hate God saying, hey, it may not change anything, but you know what? It's going to get us closer. They Let's have, make a dent. They have their pedal to the metal. That's like, it. And they don't stop. That's it. All gas, no brakes. Come, oh, wow. Wow. I'm serious. That's how they go. Hey. All okay. gas, no brakes. Man, you could unpack that. You could unpack that a little bit. Yeah, but it's so true. It is so true. Then on Wednesdays, you had an amazing time with Will the Great where he asked the question, what does it mean to be culture proof? Yes. What does it mean to be culture proof? Man, we ourselves are culture proof by God's grace and by the power of the word of God. Um, and also we are culture proofing our kids. And so we, we say that it's both a noun and a verb. It's what you are. And it's also something that you do. And so we hope that, that you will join us in that. And then yesterday, um, faith without friction is a facade. Can we really even mm. call it Christianity if we don't get pressed in on, Man. if there's no suffering, is it even the walk? Like, is it mm. even the thing? You know, this is what has always characterized uh, Christianity. Now, I I would say this. I thought about this after the show. It's quite possible that in some of our suffering, we hadn't realized that it was suffering because we figured that this was just our reasonable response to God. Mm. So I want to allow space for that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it could have been that you found yourself in like a Romans 12 type situation that you present your body as a living sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And that so, so you made difficult choices, but you didn't think of it in the sense of like, I'm actively suffering. You just thought, well, this is the result of what it means to follow Christ. And so Mm. I want to be generous in that because I know, I know that as believers, we make difficult decisions. We make difficult decisions. Now, if you're not in that category and life's just been easy for you, (laughs) I wish some of y'all could see my face. I'm doing my New Orleans like kind of like, "Mm." (laughs) if it's been easy for you, can I just tell you that the enemy only really attacks the opposition? Mm. So if it's just been smooth underfoot, then I might be walking in the wrong direction. All right. So that's our recap of the week. If the phone lines are open, let us um, shape the show with comments from our listeners. Yes. Yeah, we we have one that's um, ready. Um, Okay. I'm not sure. Sheriff B just sent us something to our phones to explain it, but we can okay. go to, let's see. Let's go to Jesse in Texas. Hi, Jesse. Oh, hold on. Go again, Jesse. I'm sorry. Hi, Jesse. 
Hi. Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Yes, we're here. Um, I was wondering if y'all could do a show on Cinemix. On Cinemix? Yes. Never heard of it, but... It's a process where they use aborted fetal cells to taste food. Oh. Oh, You know, we, we didn't do an entire show on this, but several years ago... We actually did cover this, and I, if I, if my memory serves me right, it was one of our morning shows where we actually went through a list of companies that use this. And I didn't remember the name of it. Um, and in fact, I'm not even sure if if we if we described it in that way. But we talked about companies that used aborted aborted fetal tissue mm. to um, help with the taste or the flavoring of food. And I'm kind of fuzzing on the details, but I will tell you that what came out of that was that there was a certain coffee creamer that I was using that I stopped using immediately because it was on the list. Hmm. Now I'd have to do some more digging. This was many years ago, but we actually, yeah, we actually did do a show on that. And then we used that show um, for our own family to kind of go through our pantry and, 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 and fridge. Yeah. And you'd be surprised some of the products that, that are on the list. Yeah. Anyway, I'll have to look that up. I'll have to look that up and see if we can do another show. Maybe time to revisit that. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you so much for your call, Thank Joshua. You, Jesse. We appreciate Jesse. it. Jesse. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, All Jesse. Right. Let's go to Van in North Carolina. Hi, Van. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Thank you so much. Uh, can you hear me? I'm on speaker. Can you hear me? All right. Yes. Yes, sir. Go right ahead. Okay. Thank God for you all, uh, for your forthrightness, your energy. First, I wanted to say that's a point. And then quickly, because I know I won't be able to get on. I've got a rich background. I'm 75 years old. But to your point about our children, I'm 75 years old, and I direct my children middle-aged like you. Yes, you take them to Disney, but please, you've been there two or three times. Take them to the Creation Museum. Yes. The encounter. Mm-hmm. You, you brought them up in... Christian faith, and even you've been blessed to take them, to send them to a Christian school. Mm-hmm. Now you must list they lose that because the world is after them. Mm-hmm. Take at least one time before my oldest grandson there gets out of high school to the Ark Encounter yes. and the Creation Museum. Yeah. And when you round that corner, what a witness to see that great Ark there. Yeah. If oh. I had that, I might not have ran off the cliff in the evolution, which I was attempted. Because I'm a scientist, a master's degree in biology, chemistry, and geology. Mm-hmm. The time I got through, I was a Christian going in, but I was a confused Christian, even though I might have been a sophisticated scientist. And that's what's going on today, uh, 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 Aaron, Mika, and, and Will Addison, in, in our world. The Barner Report, as you know, last year, 2021, said that 54% of our last generation, millennials and Zs, are now believe in atheistic evolution, naturalistic mm-hmm. evolution, and no God versus 40%, 6% uh, uh, creation in God. No wonder we have this stuff around here. No oh, wonder man. our kids are not in your church. Wow. Van, you, you wow. brother, you have said so much. There, there is so much packed in what you <laughs> have just said. I, in fact, no lies detected. Um, I, I will just say this. Man. Okay. Well, man, there is so much. So you cannot, you cannot teach our kids that what they believe is a myth and then expect them to come out still believing it. Mm. Right. So that's one of the problems that we're facing. But I think I heard you say that you have a master's in biology. I'm wondering if you're busy over the next few months. 
I know a woman who needs a biology teacher. <laughs> um, I think she's and, up for the, yeah. yeah. She, I mean, I you know, you might you might have to. What'd you say, Van? Work with some other justices. There? Could yeah, you, let me you address that? Uh, you're 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 word gifted like I am. Let me <laughs> let me say this. Yes, I've been involved in the research triangle part with a group to hold their faith, either atheists coming to faith or Christians to hold. It's called Triangle Association for the Science of Creation, good mm. objective science that supports Genesis so that you can reach with good objective science so that you can reach Christ in the New Testament. That's mm. why we don't get many new Christians because they've already given up. If you don't start with Genesis, just like with our Constitution, I heard the gentleman Rick in the show before we've got to start back with the constitution under god that it was developed in our country under god are we going to lose our country and yes bringing up politicians we need to bring up conservative christians or conservatives yes preferably christians so that they'll continue to lead our our nation that's our mm -hmm. responsibility and duty as christians and we've got to have that knowledge and background we've got to get it back in our children through adults and i and i've developed curricula like you point to that to help people from all backgrounds yeah. to trust genesis with good objective science all the way to christ oh man mm -hmm. this is so good i'm enjoying Amen. this let me just ask you this before we let you go van i'm just curious do i need to have a degree in biology do i need to be a biologist to know what a woman is absolutely not in order <laughs> to understand the objective science yeah you know which is that you know yes. they've had that most people these days and God says in the end days, there'll be increased knowledge, but there'll be falling away like the days of Noah. Mm -hmm. But we still have a positive bent. If we, like you, will go forward uh, with the gospel of Christ, there will still be those accepted, and the kingdom will be increased. Yes, though, it will gradually on that curve go down if we don't do that, uh, Mika and, and Will. And thanks again. But as you go, let me mention this website so the people can come and your person that I've shared there and with PhD guys and gals, medical physicians, et cetera, that address these issues about the take the shot or not, this, that, and the other. We need to get down the same middle road there too, not the extreme right or extreme left, but under God's What's road. the What's yes, the website, Van? We're going to hit this break real quick. Yes. What's the website? Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead. What, what's the website? Oh, P-A-S-C dash creationscience.org Say that one more time. T-A-S-C dash okay. creationscience.org All right, we'll take a break and be right back. When the praise going up It's coming down, coming down Praise is going up Blessings coming down Heaven now resounds Echo the sound, yeah. I got peace and freedom. No, this shame won't keep me down. I searched all the brown. Okay, welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. It's the Friday edition. It's our gumbo show. Everything gets to go in the pot. That makes sense. So uh, <laughs> we appreciate you joining us. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Pilo Jetson with Praises Going Up. 
Sherry B and J Mac on tap, helping us navigate the show. We've opened the phone lines, 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. We just got off the line with our brother Van yes. uh, listening to us in North Carolina, and he was telling us about the Triangle Association for the Science of Creation. So I, I went to enter it in just to kind of make sure that I heard correctly, and it turns out I didn't, so I had to rewrite what I thought I heard. Um, it's hmm. T-A, T as in Tom, T-A-S-C, T-A-S-C hyphen creation science dot org. T-A-S-C, T as in Tom, um, and hopefully C sounds like C as in cat. I don't know how to do those, you know, alphabet. I don't know. Um, hyphen creation science dot org. So you could go to that website and you can check it out. Um, all right. Well, the great. Let's go back to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. Where do we go? Let's go to TJ in Oklahoma. Hi, TJ. Hello, can you hear me all right? Yes, yeah, go ahead. Go right ahead. I just wanted to say, first of all, I'm a father of five kids, and my wife and I are going to take them to the Arca Encounter uh, for our vacation this summer. Awesome. Fantastic. Great. Um, I just wanted to say I've worked in different aspects of the oil field between Oklahoma and Texas, mm -hmm. and I'm, uh, I will say that uh, out of all the oil that's been explored in the United States, the United States has enough oil in reserve and what's been explored and they know that's under the ground that they can get to, to cut off any other getting oil for anywhere else and we can survive on our own using our own oil, producing it for everything else like that, gas, petroleum, you know, oil for your car, everything else yeah. like that mm -hmm. for a hundred years mm, without wow. getting it from anywhere else. Wow. Wow. Okay. You, but my, my, I, I've told people this, and they're like, well, you know, we, nah, that, that, that doesn't really make sense. But the Democrats don't make sense anyway. <laughs> they, but they're playing the long game. They're, my, in, in my aspect, what their game is, is they want to use up everybody else's oil. That way they have to come to us to get their oil. Hmm. Is that what you that's think? True. It's going to take a long time. That's that's what I think they're doing. That's the now that's that interesting. I'll I'll tell you what I think. Now that's interesting, and I I don't disagree with you. I would just I would I would see your guess, and then I would just add this. Okay, I would just add this to it. I think that they are revealing their hand. I think they really try to strap a wealthy nation um, to bring it to its knees. I, I actually don't think that the aim is, oh, let us have other nations coming to us. I think it is to diminish the, the footprint of the United States and the world. And I think part of what you see them desiring to do is to create a very dependent nation made up of very dependent people. So, TJ, let me just make my point. You may be familiar with some of the stories out there. You've got California saying, and we're going to give $400 to every registered vehicle owner um, because, you know, gas prices are so high. And then you've got Congress, you've got some members of our Congress saying, hey, maybe we need to give Americans $300 a month because, you know, gas prices are so high. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's the only solution that we can come up with. Let's not tap into the resources that we have here. Let's just give people money. So what's mm. what's the end game for that? Like right. what what's the reason that people do that? So they create um, zombies. They they create people, <clears throat> excuse me, who are dependent on the government. Right, right. Who are addicted right. to government, <clears throat> excuse me, government handouts. Yeah, it's about that's what, power. That's what we're dealing with. It's about power and control, you know. Yes. And just like you said, if you have uh, um, all those reserves, you have everything that you need right there, you know, man, why wouldn't you just drill? 
You know, right. if you need more, why wouldn't you, you know, be dependent on yourself instead of these countries <laughs> who can't stand you? You know, who chant uh, chants talking about debt to America? Like, why are we getting stuff from them and and having partnerships with them? It, it man, it's sinister in my eyes. Like, it's it's on purpose in the, in the sinister. I think it's a combination of a lot of different factors. I think it may be what. Um, what you and I were just saying, I think it may be what our brother TJ just alluded to. I think it's also um, the fact that when you look at President Biden and you look at who is really sort of driving his agenda, because, I mean, respectfully, President Biden is not really at the wheel. I mean, right. So you've got this the whole um, green worship that's happening, mm. that that we alone will save the planet and all of these things. And so how do you. Um, pledge your allegiance to that and to those initiatives. And uh, but then at the same time, say that we're going to drill, that we're going to use the resources right. that we have in this country. It it causes a great conflict. Right. And so I think that's another part of the reason that we are here. Um, and, and maybe, you know, other people can add to that as well. But yeah. anyway, I, I appreciate you calling Thank in you, and TJ. I appreciate you uh, presenting that information. I'd heard I was listening to an interview earlier this week where there was either an economist. I think it was an economist who was talking about. Um, that we are an independent nation, but our president does not allow us to be um, mm. as it pertains to oil. So wow. anyway, thank you so much for your call, TJ. Appreciate it. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Michael in uh, Florida. Hi, Michael. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Great points you just made. I've got three or four things I want to say here. But sure. every time I call first, I got to know, how are Brenda and Bob doing in counseling? <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, I'm... you know, Brenda and Bob went to marriage counseling and uh, and they're doing really well. You That's know, they funny. get along, you know, just just super. I mean, they're, they're, they're doing great. Um, but but to the to the Brenda and Bob's out there who are still listening. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you guys can do better as well. Anyway, thank you so much for asking about them, Michael. We appreciate it. Those are our alter egos, guys. <laughs> Go ahead, Michael. OK, so. so I, all right. I had about two, uh, two or three other points I wanted to make. You know, I had to. I. I felt that Disney was going downhill back in the 80s when uh, Michael Eisner, Eisner took over and they started uh, indulging in things like Roger Rabbit. That is no way a kid's uh, cartoon, mm. okay? Now, I don't know if that was specifically Disney, but I think somehow that they had their fingerprints in it. The way Disney mm. has affected me is they, they bought out Marvel, okay? And mm. I've always been a superhero junkie. So that's where it's a cut to me because it's like I'll stick with the old school stuff but anything new, it's like, no. Mm-hmm. There was another point I wanted to make, though, too. And I got to be careful how I say this because I don't want to say anything inappropriate on the air. Um, but, you know, in the Bible, it says to take every thought captive. Right. And my father was in the house, but I wasn't allowed to interact with him. My mom is the one that wore the pants in the family. Mm. Um, and I was in a household of women. Mm. So my dad would never have talked about those kind of things anyways. So, um, and I resented the church, okay, and I still kind of do, um, mm. because I think it is in Deuteronomy 20 or 23 when it talks about uncleanness in the camp. Now, I may be taking that out of context, but I still, to this day, don't know how I would deal with a kid or a young person or anybody that may not be in, engaging in sexual inter- intercourse with, you know, another person, but how do you... What do you say? I mean, I'd rather I'd rather say, you know, like I said, be careful here. 
you know, self-gratification is better than gotcha. anything else. I understand what you're There's saying. no outside stimulants. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. And, yeah. That's a, that's a and big question. That's a big and question. I and I understand yeah. why he's being careful. And, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. But yeah. I would point out that that's sin as well. And because it still, it still is lust. You're still dealing with lust. It still mm-hmm. goes back to the uh, desires of the heart, you know, and, and even it, it goes back to what's being thought about. So those things, you know, is they, they try to cloak that stuff, even in schools to try to make yes. it sound like, oh, it's okay to do that. No, mm-hmm. it's not. Not according to the word of God. Now, you, you won't see like that laid out like that, but you will see about lust. You will see about your own sinful desires of your heart, you know, uh, about what you think about, what you, you know. So all that stuff plays into th- that particular sin that you're talking about. And how would you explain that to, you know, someone? You know, I would have to go back to the scriptures and talk mm-hmm. about the things, you know, those things, those desires that come from within, you know, mm-hmm. the Bible is clearly laying it out that, that that comes from the heart. And those things are 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 um, prohibited. You know, that they're, they're still a part of, of lustful thoughts and actions. And so mm-hmm. um, but I understand what he's saying on that, because this culture is like, oh, that's fine. Just you're not hurting anyone. You know, yeah, man, I think I think you're making an excellent point here. Will the great even in how this is being taught in schools. And I hope that our listeners were able to trek with our brother Michael yeah. to get to the heart of his question. I think I, by the way, I think you did a fantastic job of being very delicate yeah. in handling you, this Michael. conversation because some things can, you know, we can just flippantly say and then you injure people in other ways. So I, I really want to say I appreciate that. Um, but I think this is what we're dealing with. And, and it's to your point, Will, as you're talking about what's being taught in schools. So if we reduce God's standard, right, if we in ourselves, we reduce God's standard by creating a new type of righteousness. Right. And then we say to ourselves, hey, but at least mm. when they're doing this, they're not doing mm, that. Mm-hmm. Do you Mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? So we have a sliding scale because we have refused to press toward the mark. So you move the goal and then you say, hey, here's your new aim. Mm -hmm. It's just your actions, right? Mm -hmm. It's just that particular act. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't take into consideration um, the attitudes of the heart, the Mm -hmm. thoughts and the intents of the heart, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, the Bible says that the word of God searches. Mm -hmm. So it's not just what you do outwardly, but it's the thoughts and the intents of the heart that the word of God is separating and parsing out and searching and even convicting us of. And I think to your point, Will the Great, which I think you beautifully said, um, you cannot deny where a person's mind mm-hmm. uh, is, where a person's thoughts are. Mm-hmm. And I think when the Apostle Paul is dealing with the acts of our sinful nature, uh, you know, the things that don't get listed there when he says and the like. Right. And things like this. Mm-hmm. So I, I've heard you teach on this before, Will the Great. And, and you've said, so if your thing is not listed there, it's included in, in the like. Right. Or in the things like these, you know. Right. And so I would put this for sure in that category. It is not purity. Yes. Please don't don't be don't be deceived by that. Anyone listening who caught this conversation, um, that type of um, self-gratification is not purity. Right. It is not the absence of sin because it doesn't involve another person. Right. Um, that is a great deception from the enemy. It it, and it has worked, you know, with other things to weaken the church. That's so right. anyway, Michael, thank you so much for that thank call. You, I really appreciate it. Well, the great. Where do we go next? All right, let's go to, let's see, Audra. Audra in Tennessee. Hi, Audra. Hey, how are you all? Hello. Doing fine. (laughs) 
um, I want to let y'all know July 9th of 2020 was the first time I heard your show, and I've been listening oh. ever since. Wow. Thank you, Thank you. so much. Mm-hmm. And, and I listen to everybody on the AFR now because of you all. So, and I oh. have to, my aunt to thank for that because she told me I need to listen to this powerful couple. So I've been listening ever since. Wow. Um, Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, we appreciate you. A couple of things I need to ask. Um, I'm o- I just became the um, over the youth department at my church, mm-hmm. and I was listening. Maybe I don't know how long ago it was, and you all were talking about a, a speech over the Ten Commandments, and I remember thinking, oh, and I had just started being the uh, youth youth minister over there or youth uh, department director, mm-hmm. and I said uh, that would be neat to do. A couple of weeks ago, a lady come into the church and said, Audra, we need to do a speech. Uh, <laughs> Uh, contest for our kids, and that came back. So I've been trying to find that, and I oh. can't find any information on it. So if you all can give me some information on that, um, exactly, mm-hmm. you know, how that, how you're doing that, and then some, if you can suggest some books that I can, you know, have the youth to read. Ooh. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, well, there's a couple of things. <laughs> to the first part of your question, I would like to, I want to give you an email address for Pastor Joseph Parker, yeah. who oversees that ministry outreach um, to really equip kids with memorizing the Ten Commandments. And he's done the speech writing contests mm-hmm. um, associated with that. And his email address is jparker at afa.net, jparker at afa.net. And I know that Pastor Joseph will be more than happy to get back with you on um, getting involved in that and learning how your church can uh, implement that as well. So that's something that we're really excited about, even get fun t-shirts and things like that. Um, As far as books go for kids, Mm. man, so so we have so many books (laughs) that, um, so I'll tell you, I'll tell you a series right now that our daughter's well, the 13-year-old read it, and the 15-year-old now is reading it, and it's actually from Answers in Genesis. It's called Truth Chronicles, and it's for teenagers. So it's like, I, I would say 12 up to 16 or 17, but it's it's a, a, a series that provides apologetics, teaching kids how to defend the faith um, and deal with skeptics, but it's written in a way that is really engaging for them. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of other technical resources that we have our kids read. Yeah. Um, and oh, I, I would say um, even the, this is not a book, but the Truth Project um, is something that may. It's a great video it, resource. Yes, yeah, a video resource. Um, and it, it's it, may, it answers a lot of questions that not only teenagers have, but just, you know, er, people in general. Um, <laughs> the Truth Project, that's a video, um, you know, presentation. And it, it has a, a bunch of. What a lot of different weeks you can go through it. It's yeah. not just a sit, one sit down type thing, but it, it covers a lot of topics. Yes, uh, the Truth Project. You can buy it. You can um, go through it with your church. You watch. You can watch the video, and then you can discuss it together as yeah. a group. I think that's another. Uh, here's what I would love. I would love if you don't mind, Audra. If would you please email us Addison's at afr dot net. Addison's at AFR.net because when I'm put on the spot here, my mind just goes blank and I've got all these resources that I'd be happy to share with you. Um, I'd be happy to just kind of uh, walk my fingers along our bookshelf for some of the books that we've gotten for our kids that I I believe are a blessing. And I'd love to share that with you. But right now, just off the top of my head, I'm drawing a blank. So if you would just email us Addison's at AFR.net and this is for anyone listening, Addison's at AFR.net. Um, what we'll do is we'll add to, we have an existing list 
and I think it was just for church history books because people were <laughs> yeah. saying, hey, what church history books are you reading? And um, and we put together this list. So we'll just add to that and then we'll send it to you. And that way you can get started and add to your library these resources. All right. We got to grab the break. American Family Radio, Aaron the Addisons. We'll be right back. back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. It is the Friday edition. It's our Friday gumbo show. Everything within reason goes within goes into the pot. <laughs> hey, I'm Miki. It's Friday. We made it. Mm-hmm. And I'm Will. And that's Abraham. I mean, that's chosen one. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Protect the innocent. Protect that's chosen one with BSAC music. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, so the phone lines are loaded up. 888-589-8840-888-589-8840. I also got a request from Sherry B. to repeat the website um, to the Creation Science um, Organization. It is T as in Tom, A, S as in Sam, C as in Cat. So it's T-A-S-C hyphen creationscience.org. T-A-S-C hyphen creationscience.org. So you can check that out uh, when you have a moment to do so. All right. Well, the great, where do we go? All right. Let's go to Ronnie in Alabama. Hi, Ronnie. Hey, hey, brother Will and Miss Mickey. Uh, man, this year is beautiful over here in Alabama today. Uh, awesome. I hope it's nice wherever y'all are. Yes. Yes. Uh, I was calling. I wanted to make a comment concerning well from my my perspective the attack this you know nation speaking nation wise mm-hmm. the attack on our young children mm-hmm. i mean i'm a i'm a granddaddy i i could be very easily be a great granddaddy i'm i mean mm-hmm. and i put myself well one i got a great nephew mm-hmm. and i live with with him, okay. mm-hmm. you know, in the family, mm-hmm. and whenever he's around and he asks me questions, you know, and the things I see him observing, and just that childlike mentality mm-hmm. of his. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I say from my perspective, this this is an assault on mm-hmm. all young yes. children. Yeah, yeah. He's five years old, and when I think about him. Going to his public schools and this advertisement y'all had right before y'all let me on to speak with mm-hmm. y'all, it, it what it was talking about and it, and it said specifically in the ad verbatim and their parents don't know it. Mm. Come on, come on. Mm. I I pray I pray the Lord you know just spend a send a spirit of awareness to to the regular like these. Oh, just think of the millions of young couples raising a young family. Yeah. Yes. Send them to public school because they don't have a lot of options. That's their best mm. option. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they don't know what's happening to their innocent young children. I hope. I hope maybe AFA and, and Brother Will and 
Miss Nikki and Brother McFarland and just everybody <laughs> in the whole organization pitch in together and start a crusade around America, mm. uh, an awareness crusade. Mm. We, well, as, we as saved people need to stand against this. Let me tell you something, just speaking of that, because you, you mentioned um, Brother McFarland, Dr. Alex McFarland, um, great friend of ours. Um, we're going to be spending a week with Dr. McFarland in North Carolina at a week-long youth camp where the Addisons, along with Dr. McFarland uh, and a couple others, are going to be teaching cultural apologetics. We're going to be teaching young people how to stand in this culture. So when we talk about critical race theory... When we talk about um, the radical sexual agenda, deviant sexual agenda that's out there, oftentimes we are talking to parents and we're trying to teach parents how to teach their kids. But you have to also realize that while you've got secularists who are teaching parents some in some ways, they are also directly teaching kids. They are directly teaching kids. So one of the things that we're going to be doing for this entire week is directly teaching kids how to stand on the inerrant word of God. So all of my presentations will be doctored and fixed and um, hopefully sufficient <laughs> to minister directly to our kids so that they understand how to take hold of the truth that has been entrusted to them. And defend their faith because what we want, yes, we want parents to be able to equip their children, but we want these children to understand what it is that they have accepted and what it is that they say they believe and then how to defend that in culture. And so you make an excellent point, Ronnie. I really appreciate you calling in. And man, I just, I can, you know, just get a strong sense of the grief in your voice. And I think you're right in your observation mm -hmm. that it's a shame so many parents are unaware. Yeah. But I will tell you, by God's grace, um, and as long as he allows us, that's that's one of the major reasons we continue to hammer on these topics is because we believe that there are so many parents who are unaware. Mm. The culture is hoping that you'll just move on from this. Just just aren't you tired? Just <laughs> stop talking about it. We're not going to stop talking about it. Amen. Brother Ronnie, thank you so much for your call. We appreciate you. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right. Let's go to Carol in Tennessee. Hi, Carol. Hi. I want to thank you all for what you do. Thank and, you. Um, I just want to let you know that the Lord used your um, show this past week about Disney to um, um, inspire me to try to get into the action. I, I posted on my Facebook that Disney's been <laughs> actively walking away from family values for years. Come on. And that Disney thinks traditional, traditional families will do nothing. Mm -hmm. And I encourage people to cancel their Disney Plus subscriptions and their Disney vacations. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just absolutely astonished at, <laughs> at, at the, where we're going as a culture. It Come on. blows my mind. Yeah. And I'm older than you all. Uh, mm. I'm 62, but I remember 40 years ago when Victoria's Secret was first hitting the malls. Mm. And mm. Christians did nothing. Mm. Uh, wow. They did nothing. They supported the underworld. Mm. It just was... Um, and four or five years ago, when American Family Radio first started trying to get people to boycott Target, mm -hmm. and my friends wouldn't boycott Target, and I was just astonished. Yeah. I just thought, how can you, how can you not boycott Target? Right. So, anyway, and it's, um, I, pre I appreciate you all and what you, you do, and uh, God bless you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much for that, Carol. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate hearing about your action. 
um, yeah. that, that you put some action to your outrage. I really do appreciate that. And, you know, it's so interesting, Carol, the point that you're making about Target. Um, I, w- when we started um, the Target boycott, uh, it boy, just, you know, by the grace of God, it just really took off. And it told us something here at the American Family Association about people in our country that often get overlooked. There are people in our country who are not even religious, right? Mm-hmm. But they understand, um, <laughs> okay, to be nice, I'll say the danger, but to just be blunt, the stupidity mm-hmm. that is trying to erase the sexes, right? Mm-hmm. And so I remember doing interviews around this. And I remember I was on a secular outlet with a man who had invited me on as a spokesperson for the American Family Association. And he told me point blank. He said, I'm not a Christian. He goes, so I don't agree with your worldview. He goes, but I signed the boycott target pledge because he goes, I have children. And he goes, and I think it's ridiculous that a man can go into a dressing room where my daughters could potentially be changing their clothes. He goes, I mean, I don't understand the world we live in. And I said to him, you know, well, I hope that you would come to know Jesus Christ. um, But I am also glad that you can see that this is insane, even though you do not. You know what I mean? And so I'm saying that to say to you, Carol, that even as you're astonished that there were so many Christians who were just kind of checked out, even people in the world we're kind of dialed in on this. We're like, Hey, now this is a bridge too far. This is too much. And so shame on us as Christians that we didn't have the strength or the audacity um, to tell the truth about how God has designed male and female bodies. Hmm. All right. Well, the great, where do we go next? All right. Let's go to Todd in Louisiana. Hi, Todd. Hey y'all. Hey. Hello. Um, I just want to say about uh, the new Supreme court uh, justice. Um, she was asked a question that she she can't define what a woman is. <laughs> yeah. And my uh, comment to that is, all she's got to do is look in the mirror. Come and on. I'm, look, I'm a I'm a man, okay, and yeah. I can define what a woman is. Right. She's the most beautiful creature that God has created. And if it wouldn't be for a woman, none of us would be here. And I'm mm. gonna hang up and listen to y'all. Oh, Thank God you, bless Todd. you, Todd. That is, I mean, that's so dear, right? I mean, it's it's amazing, though, that we are, we are in this culture walking contradictions, right? Because at the same time that we want to champion women, we are actively erasing them. Right. Like, just think about that. So, like, why, you know, we're supposed to get excited about Katanji uh, Brown Jackson. Like, we're supposed to get excited about that. But how, how can we do that? Because she's the first black, what? <laughs> <laughs> what to possibly sit on the highest or on the highest bench in the land like what what is we don't know what she we we don't, <laughs> because we're not many of us with the except exception of our brother van we're not biologists so <laughs> we don't know if she's a woman or not it's just a it's a it's a work of contradiction mm-hmm. that is so tragic that you can't laugh at it anymore you know what i mean yeah. like it's just it's really truly sad so yeah. Anyway, thank you so much, Todd, for your call. We appreciate you. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to uh, Melanie in Louisiana. Hi, Melanie. Hi, Will. Hey, Miki. How are y'all doing today? Hey, doing well. How are you? Good. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. My, I wanted to kind of piggyback on what the, the, the previous caller uh, said about Miss Jackson, um, and it seems like everybody's in an uproar because she couldn't define what a woman was, but I kind of going to... Just let her have that because that's who they, when I say they, I mean in the left, are. 
But I was more outraged by the fact that she couldn't clearly tell us. And I can't remember the way the senator phrased the question, but Mm -hmm. she couldn't really say what her faith was or what her. I don't know if he said what's your religion or what your faith was. And she kind of, if you notice the pause when she answered it, and then she quickly said, I'm a Protestant. But as a Christian, for me, if somebody asked me that, I would say I'm a Christian. Uh Yes. And then she kind of threw on the back end of that Protestant, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of like identifying herself as, you know, as a Christian. So I I just wanted to make that observation and and see what y'all thought about that. Thanks. Hey, listen, that Thank is you. an excellent observation. And, and I think from from the, the point that you're making here, you understand the implications of that. Why? Because the name of Christ is an offense. <laughs> because because the name of Christ is an offense. And so even to call yourself a Christian is to invoke his name. Right. And and so to invite to yourself the type of ire that would be the invitation of anyone who bears his name. Mm. Um, I, I look, I would say any any person who does not feel like they know when life begins. A, another question she evaded. She feels like she doesn't really know when like she doesn't really know like we don't we. Guys, listen, you know, and I know we, we got a call yesterday. Our brother said, you know, Mickey, I'd like to nominate you to the Supreme Court. Listen, <laughs> I'm not qualified. OK, I'm not qualified. I don't I don't have the credentials. I, I don't have the the stuff, you know, like even even that I don't have the stuff to be able to do it. You know, I don't even know what it's called. Right. I think it's what is the bona fides. I don't know. I don't know um, that the difference between that and gumbo filet. I don't know <laughs> what it is. And so I couldn't do the job. But I got to tell you, listening to some of these answers to some of these questions that were intentionally evasive and, and t- like, okay, so can, can we just have a real talk moment here um, to our sister Melanie and, and to all of our listeners here? Let me just say something. And guys, this is 100%, 100% raw. This is one of my thoughts that I had. I thought, I thought what a downgrade that the black woman would be, um, would be invited to serve on the highest court in the land and be applauded for all of her accomplishments and then by a bunch of liberals forced to make herself look so stupid. Hmm. What a shame. Wow. What a shame to say, to, to acknowledge her parents and to talk about how they gave her an African name and how they wanted to acknowledge her African heritage and her, um, so to speak, standing on the shoulders of all of these people who <laughs> lived lives so that she could achieve and accomplish so much in this great country and all of the things that she said. And then proceeds after that to look like a complete idiot. I'm not a biologist. I can't tell you what a woman is. How embarrassing. Do you know the slaves that would be embarrassed over that answer? <laughs> Man, come on. Can I, can I talk to a Harriet Tubman who would say, you don't know what? <laughs> you don't know what? I mean, that's not. Oh, okay. Anyway, sorry, y'all. That's, <laughs> How do you really feel, Miki? I just would say that's the kind of person that you leave on the plantation. <laughs> oh. That's the kind of person that you say, oh. I'm not taking you. If I'm Harriet Tubman, I'm not taking you. You don't know what a woman is. You stay on the plantation till you figure it out. But the rest of us, we fitting to go. I'm sorry. Fitting is not a word. But guys, do you see how ironic it is that you could have a person who's achieved so much and we're all supposed to applaud her. We're all supposed to celebrate. Oh, look at what the black woman has done. The first black woman. And then she sits there and she makes herself look like a complete idiot. What an embarrassment to black people. I'm sorry. (laughs) but that's my unedited comments that's what i think about in the quiet of my own home (laughs) that i just shared with y'all i'm sorry 
Maybe we'll edit that out of the show, will the girl? No, nah, we keeping it. Now let's. let's <laughs> no, nah, we keeping let's, it. Let's edit that. No, out, no, you know? no, no, no. Um, it's Gumbo Friday. I'm Almost sorry. anything goes in. So yeah, <laughs> that wasn't corn, so it's staying. Man, y'all, I just get upset about this stuff. And, and a lot of it I do kind of hold back. And I'm just like, okay, let me just stick to our lane here. This is what we, you know, but sometimes I look at this and I go, man, y'all. Look, our lane is truth. That's, that's truth. Amen. So, hey. Amen. It's under amen. the umbrella of our lane. You're right. I love you. Okay, we're out of time. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening all week. Send all of your comments to Will the Great. Until Monday, Lord willing. <laughs> God bless. <laughs>